See It or Screw It is a spoiler-heavy show. If that's an issue for you, then you can currently watch Grandma's Boy wherever the fuck you can still rent things these days. Uh, we watched the unrated edition. You don't really have to. It only adds like six seconds. Uh, but if that's not an issue for you, then on with the show. What does high score mean? New high score, is that bad? What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> especially like the linda cardellini yeah at the end of their works yeah it is bad <laughs> um all right this is see it or screw it my name's tj davis he him pronouns alongside i am emily schick my pronouns are she and her i'm dan murphy my pronouns are he and him and on this episode, we watched Grandma's Boy for, I, I guess that this Much should be a because I got thing. high. Like, like this is a because I got high, right? Yeah, this is definitely a because I got high. Okay. But we also could totally do a uh, sub-series of Torturing Dan, apparently. Yeah, well, I mean, like, like tor- torturing bad. Dan. Torturing Dan would be like most. There's of a the reason. Movies there's a reason why I, I, Liam didn't want to participate in this episode at all, and I agree with him. So, <laughs> yeah, Liam's just you know. Liam was Liam, like, I Liam's a busy fellow ever again. <laughs> Liam's a busy fellow, and that's why he hasn't been on the show for a while. But yeah, he'll be back. He also threatened to cut your hamstrings if you made him watch Grandma's Boy. So I think that's uh, yeah. more what it, Dan's referring to. It yeah. wouldn't really, yeah, yeah. it wouldn't really affect one of my legs too much. Uh, I mean, I was thinking of getting robot legs. It's a risky procedure, but I think it's worth it. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, uh, reference to the film. Uh, I, <laughs> yes, it is. TJ and I have br- brains that are broken in similar enough ways that, like, certain things we just are. To co- completely delight us both, and this is one of them. Yes, yeah, th- well. this is definitely something that we glommed onto. But hey, before we talk about the glomming, we should probably get into the movie itself. Yeah, talk, and, summarize um, the movie, and then we'll discuss why this movie sucks. So. <laughs> because it doesn't oh, have God. a plot. It just has set yeah. up for an hour and 20 minutes, then 10 minutes of plot, and then the movie ends. Like that's what this movie is. Basically, yeah, but like it's it's a collection of gags, not like... yeah. No, it's hanging out with a bunch of people that aren't likable and you, and are boring. So like <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, right. isn't that what Friends is too? And like, I mean, they're more likable. I mean, for Phoebe and Chandler no. are great. Joey's okay. Monica's okay. okay. Ross uh, and Rachel exist. How um, about? <laughs> Oh How man, about... I will give you exist. I will give you actively terrible. <laughs> yes, yes actively everyone knows terrible. that Ross and Rachel. Well, Rachel's slightly less terrible than Ross, but both mm, of them are awful. They're both pretty fucking bad. <laughs> slightly less terrible, but like that's really. I mean, you know, Monica's fine, and I think Joey Chandler and Phoebe are actually likable. So sometimes, but like. That's yes. because they're also being compared to the objectively shittiest of the friends. Like, if well, you... but that's the whole thing. Is if that's why Chandler actually want to be friends with in real life fun of them all the time. It's like his sarcasm is what saves the show. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's kind of like why um, Charlie is the least shitty of the fr- the Philadelphia guys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, but uh, hey, we're not talking about TV shows. We're talking about movies. This is a theater screw it, goddammit. And we talk about movies here. Maybe we'll talk about TV shows in the future. 
Uh, this time, it's Grandma's Boy from 2006. Uh, directed by somebody that I've never heard of. And um, didn't get another film for good reason, probably. <laughs> oh, no. Apparently, he's directed a bunch of shit. I have just literally never heard of anything else he's ever directed. Uh, uh, Nicholas, yeah, because Nicholas none of it Goosen. got like wide release. Uh, and it was written by Alan Covert, Nick Swartzen, and some other guy that has no clickable link on Wikipedia. Oh, uh, uh, Alan Covert and Nick Swartzen are two of the stars of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the plot is Alex is a single 35-year-old game tester who lives with his friend Josh. When Josh wastes their rent money on Filipino hookers, their landlord Yuri, played by one rob schneider one of the two big gets of this movie it's just because it was produced by billy madison I yeah mean, like that's really yeah well happy madison happy madison whatever yeah i mean if you don't know happy madison is adam sandler's production company yeah yes. so that's why you have freaking uh, a bunch of people by, who are by... like a bunch of people who are fucking uh, adam sandler friends including yep. alan covert who has shown up in like a shit ton of other adam sandler pictures because they're friends yeah, yeah. no this whole movie is made because they're friends with adam sandler which yes. is funny that adam sandler doesn't have a cameo when rob schneider david spade and kevin nealon all have cameos and like kevin nealon's like actually a part almost. i mean kevin nealon's yeah. a supporting role not just a cameo yeah 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 uh but yes exactly <laughs> all three of them um and yeah it is weird that adam sandler is not at all in this like like i want him to be like i want him to be that dude in the first shot who's like walking the cart in front of their building just like nobody knows it's him i yeah. would be, Why I would be just amused by that we never see him again so like yeah that would work fine too yeah I don't know if Sandler might have looked too old at that point. Well, no, probably not. Well, no, we do see Josh again at the uh, at the house party. Oh, okay. yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, he's right. in like two of the shots and we're going to get to that house party because like there are some things in this movie that I actually find really entertaining. But keeping yeah, on their landlord, Yuri, <laughs> their landlord, Yuri evicts them purposefully breaks one of their bongs apparently their only bong not their not one of their bongs and well, has, he has his a li- bong later on so it's not their only bong well no the oh, bong later on he gets from, from dante. dante we haven't gotten okay. to dante yet i mean yeah. his his ass is as tan as his face so mm-hmm. um and trash everything that doesn't belong to them forcing alex to find a new place to live Alex tries to stay with his marijuana dealer, Dante. Hey, that's Dante we were talking about, but cannot do so because Dante is adopting a wild lion to live in his house. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I love the Dante character. So he's, do I. He's so ridiculous. I, I yeah. think he's a lot so of fun. <laughs> he's, so, he's like, I, it's so hard to say what's the worst part of this movie, but he's up there because man, is he dull. So, oh, oh I think man. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah. As stoners, Ugh. we all know that guy. Like, not to that exaggerated more fun degree. Versions but... of that guy. Like, that guy is in like every stoner comedy and done better than this character. I mean, at least they don't have like a horribly racist sidekick most of the time. So. Yeah. I mean, his sidekick is semi racist, but 
also way more competent than like anybody else in the room. What we're going to yeah. get to Dr. Shakalu in a bit. Cause like I, I counted it. Dr. Shakalu speaks at least five languages. Okay. He's still super racist. And I'm not sure that those are, they're actually speaking those languages so much as just speaking gibberish that sounds vague. No, they are language. actually like the clicks uh, is definitely well, just a joke. The, the clicks is a, a joke. joke. The Everything. Is a joke. Uh, yeah. The clicks. Is Everything a else joke. is real. And Hey, we're going to get to some of the uh, quote unquote jokes in this movie because yes, yeah, I do have some issues. Is I've got some yeah. fucking issues. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially some of this did, especially yeah, watching some of this did, like, you yeah. know, 16 years later. Like yeah, uh, it's yeah. still it's still a comfort movie for me, but oh man, the seams are showing. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, I thought we could yes. find. Can't I say we there. find Dante's more Rob. Line, Schne- uh, we can find a, a different Rob Schneider movie that was. Uh, Alex spends one night with his coworker Jeff, but Jeff still lives with his parents, his roommates. After an embarrassing quote unquote encounter with Jeff's mother, he uh, came all over her. Jeff jerks off in the middle of the night, tried to rub one out. Yeah. And she interrupts him just as he's coming. Rubbed one out on the mom. Ah, shit. I can't hear either of you guys anymore. Yeah, I didn't think you could. That's weird. I hope something didn't fuck up. I'm going to keep on going with this while I can't hear them. Yeah, Um, I can still see us. But Jeff's mother. I need to. Pause to in which he ca- is caught masturbating in the bathroom and subsequently ejaculates on her. She still allows Alex to stay with them, but he has the option of moving in with his grandmother Lily and her two eccentric friends, B and Grace. Alex is given many chores and fix-up projects to do around the house, but he has a hard time completing them because his grandmother and her friends are a constant distraction. He also finds it hard to get any work done himself. Uh, it doesn't say himself, but like, fucking whoever edits these goddamn things needs better, I don't know, description abilities. Average mm-hmm. chumps. Yep. Yay, Wikipedia. <laughs> um. Alex discovers that the three women have a fascination with the television program Antiques Roadshow and is labor- later able to get them some work and is later able to get some work finished by giving them tickets to attend a taping of the show. Yeah, At- see, and this is one of the major problems with the movie is like we don't see him acquire the tickets, we don't see them go to the show. It's like why like why set yeah. this scene up like that? That's just lazy filmmaking. Yeah. Because you need to get rid of the old ladies. I know, but like, like you've created some subplots that you aren't paying off. Like, like it's just like, like there's a different way of doing it that. It, it would have been I amusing agree. to get a scene of you know them going and bringing all these things that they thought were super valuable. And yeah. Yes. Then it's it then it's like I think B who probably brings like the crappiest looking shit, and it's like holy fuck, hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. No, no she, I mean, like... They talk about it. She brought literal shit. Yeah. Oh, and she, they, she... Show uh, us that scene. Don't tell us about that scene. Like, it's yeah. just terrible filmmaking. But whatever. I, I do want to talk about some of the film. 
I mean, in, you know, every, you know, everyone like, you know, the worst of the worst offender of this is always going to be Mission Impossible 3 when you have of like Tom Cruise like par- running out of a building saying, "Holy shit, everything went wrong." It's like, "Why did you show us everything going wrong?" <laughs> like mm. <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, sometimes filmmakers don't understand how to make films and you know brad bird that was like his first live action feature and he was still coming from television or no that was jj abrams that was like and it's like that was shit you could get away with on alias it doesn't make sense for a live action movie but like yeah yeah. really yeah because i thought like the first brad bird one had an no 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 no. the the yeah the jj abrams one is the one that's fucked up all right well, all right. Let let's let's keep on with this. Let's just get through the rest of this poorly written fucking. Damn it, Dan. Do I have to like start writing my own now? Because like that's <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Duh. At work, Alex meets the beautiful Samantha. I, I fucking hate that. Like, I I what the whole movie objectifies her nonstop anyway. Might as well do it in the description as well. Yeah, like cringing out of like every interaction and firing like pretty much all the testers is ridiculous. Like, I'm sorry, like everyone reacts so inappropriately towards her it's like yeah. amazing. and honestly like, and she's, like it's, into 2000, it with the, it's 2006 tech bro culture the sad part is, is like tj's gross. not wrong it's very gross but like we were as a society back then the bigger issue i have with it is more that she's like played up as like a legit like there's something that she finds attractive about alex and all this instead of like lumping him with everyone else who's just cringy and like this is a job i just need to get fucking through it like yeah i don't yeah, and, like no, that, that is that's weird. that's like less believable also the fact that like you know like i i don't i i was musing to myself it's like when did when did it cease to be you know not only socially acceptable to like you know treat your like you know, I guess token female protagonist in this case, um, the way that they did, but like how like when did it also become well, she's, she's not a character, it, she's just a, a story point. But at some point it like at some point it also became uh less socially less acceptable to uh treat men in the like hurdy her her, they're all a bunch of virgins because clearly because they're a bunch of nerds and i mean this is, the weird thing about this movie is i don't think it's as bad about that as a lot of other movies are there's like it some is weird... but it's still yeah. it's still not good about it no like... no i mean in like i think the treatment of jp is pretty horrible but the treatment of all the other characters it's just kind of like that's just who they are and it's fine it's just like jp seems to have like some seems to have like autism or like definitely spectrum disorders and the film just kind of makes fun of him for it yeah 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 no that that is that is not age well speaking of jp i'll continue on with this so we can get to him um alex meets the beautiful samantha who has been sent by the company's corporate office to oversee the production of a new video game alex and samantha hit it off but the only person in the way of their relationship is the creator of the game they are working on jp a self-proclaimed 
genius who is obsessed with video games and has a crush on Samantha. Samantha is not interested in JP and declines his constant advances. So that's a large glossing over of the entirety of JP's character who, yeah, he's definitely, I mean, he is actually yeah. a genius, but like, he is like, actually a genius, but he is also actually a creep. Like yeah. I, it's like, there's a part of me that feels a little bit bad for the way his character is treated, uh, but there's a there's also a part of me that goes, you know, honestly, like like sometimes guys who are like that don't learn from anything other than like getting basically slapped down by their peers. And it's like for the sake of women everywhere, it sucks for him, but like thank you. Yeah, but they're not slapping him down because of how he's reacting to Samantha. That's they're true. Slapping, like, they're making I, him. It, yeah, they're it, making. It, him it, it has him. nothing to do with like they don't really care that he about how he reacts towards Samantha at all. Like the only one who seems to have any sort of, of who cares about that at all is Alex, who's still kind of creepy towards Samantha. Like some of his comments they says about her are really. Yeah. But like, yeah, but especially I, given that he's supposed to be a 35 year old dude and like, I don't know, 35 for us wasn't that long ago. Yeah. I don't think that I was that creepy still at 35. That's no, like, that's, that's like, like 20s. 20s kind of yeah. creepy. Not yeah. not like mid 30s. Well, I mean, and, and, and you know, and, and the impression that uh, Alex is most definitely a fucking man child. But I guess but, the other question yeah. is, would we, if we were mid-30s in, like, the mid-aughts, would would we have been closer to that? I mean, I well, like to know, but... Well, I mean, I think, know, I think the but... issue is, is kind of more sort of who is his, who are Alex's peers? Um, because I think that, you know, a big part of it is he's trying to fit in with his co-workers and seem cool to them. Yes, um, the, that like, is the movie. The movie doesn't play that up, but it's definitely an angle that you can take of just sort of, like, like, and it's one that, at, you know, we'll get into the next paragraph of the plot, which really hammers this home of like, I feel like the movie should play this more as like, Alex is trying to fit in with these people instead of yes. necessarily being these people. And yeah. the right. film does not but, make like, that distinction. The, fil and that's the film tries to play it as him being king of the nerds. And right. like, no, he, he's just an old dude who didn't want to be an accountant. So he's a yeah. game tester while developing a game. In right there's there there should be more layers to his character than there are which is yeah. part of the problem with the film is like i Instead, feel like, like, like it should onion. be someone who's like somewhat somewhat you know self-conscious about the fact that he's older than everyone and he's insecure about that especially he's insecure about his place in life and i mean i think that could really play into his game development um like developing a game on his own which you know becomes a significant thing of like he wants to be more of an adult than he is but due to financial means and drug addiction and whatnot like he's he's not there um, are, you, are you calling the fact that he smokes a lot of weed that he's saying he's a drug addict? Yes, uh, but I mean, because that's an exaggeration, but he's definitely like addiction is maybe a strong word, but like I clearly like his, you know, his peers are or his peers are either nerds who work on video games or pot dealers. <laughs> like, so like there's there's a maturity level there and i mean like if you have that then it also makes it more believable that samantha would find him attractive because it's just like it why does she like him 
I mean, like he, there's he does have a friendly relationship with his grandmother. Yes. So like that sort of like hit his point of like, oh, he's actually not a bad human. But yeah, like but everything his... else is like, why the fuck? It like Yeah. She is in from out of town to keep this game on release schedule because apparently this genius is trying to release two games in a year, which like that's just fucking stupid because that's not how game development works. Like it might have been like back in like the Atari days, but it didn't in 2006. No, it didn't. (laughs) Like I like that was uh one of the things that Porrick really pointed out is like his one of the things that really because yeah everybody like if if a movie can be this devoid of plot and still be enjoyable if the humor hits you right but like i and i don't know enough about game development so like that part of it just sort of like my brain just glosses right over yeah, but like he was, he said that it was dumb to the point where it was pulling him out of it. Like it made it a lot harder to like actually enjoy the the humorous parts of it Dark because you're still kind of, <laughs> you know, Dan. <laughs> uh, but I, I I think the other thing is I think that there's just a missed opportunity of um, I think they really needed to have a stronger scene between Samantha and Alex when they first meet of uh because as you know i mean he's fallen asleep at his desk and so there's some sort of sympathy that she could be playing toward him or maybe view him as as a really hard worker either way like those are two options that like oh this guy's really overworked i feel sorry for him or oh this guy's a really hard worker i respect him Either one of those are good options to have us initially believe their relationship, and it does neither of those things. So that that would mean actually making her a real character in the movie instead of just, you know, something to drive portions of. You're right, not even the plot. Yeah. Just the whole story along. Yeah. Yeah. Hot gamer girl. Collection of scenes. Yes, it's a collection of scenes. It is a collection of scenes. You're right. I, oh my yeah, god! I, I, really I absolutely hope that agree. Doing this like, on the show doesn't ruin it for me. <laughs> I hope it I, does. I, because, because I hadn't really thought about any of this. I just laughed at the jokes, and now I'm thinking about it, and it's jokes. not making it better. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to plot what summary. Candles. What music? What music? What <laughs> sexy, sexy dress? dress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I hope that I hope that like I already know what I'm going to say for the end of this, and like maybe mine will change. It'll be really interesting if your change yours changes, Emily. Okay. Uh, keep it on, keep it on. Well, because I already figured what the oh yeah, well, no, we're going to break up the plot summary and talk about shit all the time. Yeah. But... Uh, meanwhile, in an attempt to sound cool to his younger co-workers, Alex says that he's living with three hot babes. I mean, they, well, they... that's the problem is he doesn't really say it to like sound cool. Like, I guess he says it sound, but the he thing is, and this is cool. where like where a problem develops with the film is because I really think that it should be they misinterpret things that he says rather than he that flat out lies. Be, I agree. It, it, that it would, would have been a lot more sympathetic. Better with a better it's, it's funnier and it's better for his character. Like, Absolutely. 
So, I mean, I, I just think that that's but the thing. But then, then you have times yeah. like, oh, they just wouldn't stop watching porn. And yeah. it's like, nah, that doesn't work as well. Let, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. there's got to be like something. Well, they're watching, they're watching a PBS. They're like, like something that could like, like, and that calls back to they assume that's some sort of abbreviation for something else. You know, like, like there are yeah, other actually that could, no? yeah. You're right. Yeah. Like that would so that they would... couldn't stop watching PBS, and they're all dumb uh, enough to think that. That's and then they, they've established that PBS stands for some sort of specific pornography in another scene. You know. Yeah. So like, like I, I, you know, honestly, like I'm not systems, fallow motor sequence. It, it, it's like a rocket dildo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Whatever. I mean, I don't know much about it feels the dumb other. Enough to be in that movie. <sighs> yeah. But I, I mean, know... you know, it's things like he can describe his 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 chores, and they can, and it's like, yeah, their plumbing was all clogged up, and it's like, yeah, I bet you won't clog that. It's things like that, you know. It's like, <laughs> like, like things that like like he they, says they, what they legitimately trim, happened, they and they're and they... ended. Um... Yeah. That would right, be, yeah. I had to trim their hedges, like all these kind of things that like can be taken in like a double entendre way that like their brains just go there so automatically that like I and it's funnier. It's it and it establishes his character better and it works on way better levels. Like I and it's just like the film does none of that and it's just like really like like instead it's just like I don't know. I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I was reading some of the reviews on this. And it's just like, yeah, even a late kung, a late arriving kung fu driving monkey can't save this movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're right. That should be hilarious, and it's not. Oh, it's pretty funny. It's, it's still pretty, pretty funny. funny. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, we haven't gotten there yet, but let, let's. Yeah. I don't know, Emily. You got something to say? Oh, now I kind of forgot what it was. Thanks. I, I did have something to say. Alex's friends believe the lie and actually think the reason he is try he is so tired every day at work is because he is living with three women who constantly quote unquote wear him out. If they had kept on going that direction, would have been better. What we were just saying in the bedroom, uh, the real cause of his fatigue is because he stays up late at night working on his own video game called Demonic, uh, which he has been developing in secret for some time, three years. Why not just say three years? Lily asks him about the game one night, and he teaches her to play. To his surprise, she becomes quite good at it and beats many levels. No, she she reaches a checkpoint. Yes, um, she re- yeah she reaches. Well, a it's, established, it's established again off camera that she's playing it pretty free regularly. So yeah, yeah. Which I just kind of love the idea of like her in between marathons of antiques roadshow, just like grinding out levels of demonic. (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty funny. But I kind of wish I saw a bit more of that. Like, like there is so much fun stuff that could have been in this movie that we don't get to see. Yep. Uh, Definitely true. After Alex and his coworkers finish, successfully testing i like i feel like it skips up over a whole bunch or just like glosses over because like this is the part where he's like not just double entending but like specifically telling his co-workers that he's getting his shit fucked up and can't do his work because of his crazy roommates that want sex all the time 
Yeah, I mean, uh, and they definitely skip over the fact when his coworkers find also, out that his. How do you how do you make it to thirty five and not know to use fucking oven mitts when taking a pan out of the oven? Yeah, like, I wonder. The implication is is that like he was so high he forgot, and it's like yeah, no. no. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I buy the grandmother high. and friend. I no. I just, I, I, I buy the grandmother and the friends doing du- the you know laughing and like saying dumb shit when they accidentally get high because they're not used to it. If you're a stoner, like you're not like you're not going to get you don't get that baked that you forget stuff like that. Like like you can, but like you're fucking comatose at that point. Basically, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, mean I, I think they could have established like, I mean, they, they do establish that he's used to heating things up in the microwave. But again, it's just a missed opportunity of playing up his man. I also use potholders when I'm out. taking stuff out. of. Oh, the no, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy to think. Well, I don't know. It depends. Like the microwave, you don't necessarily need them. Um, like depends sometimes on how you hot do. You're depends it. on how hot it is. But like, like, you know, I do think that there's that opportunity. Like, I think like, the first scene when he's living with his grandmother, play up the fact that he, like, never has no familiarity around an oven so that you can pay this off later. Like, it's, yeah. you know, set up and pay off. Ooh, and it's just like, he's, a, yeah. he's, enough, yeah. he's enough of a man child that I can buy that he's that unfamiliar with using an oven. But, like, still, like, yeah, not using oven mitts. And then also the fact that, like, he really doesn't, as severely burn himself as I think you would doing that, like it's kind oh, of oh no, because it's like the next day that he takes <laughs> he takes a, off he takes a bandages yeah. off and there's no no scars whatsoever. It's like really, so well, like yeah, what no. you're looking for there would be blisters, my friend. Yeah. So, but you like, know, I mean, like it's like second I, the, or third the issue burn. to me and, and remains to me is just the fact that like he has a pretty decent job and he had no ability to like put down to to like put down a first and last on a new apartment like like he's even still living with a roommate just like he's lead tester on this uh, on this video game like yeah it yeah. seems like his core group is four people because yeah. you know they like, are the that's... testers who have to like do the 15 levels of the game which yeah. this game also looks terrible from everything we ever see it it looks like a rpg fighter that is heavy on the fighter element yeah i don't know i mean it's kind of interesting i was looking into it i guess that all the footage of demonics was from a game that was in development but was ultimately canceled which is kind of interesting oh i didn't realize that i knew it was from the uh company terminal velocity who did the um uh they did they did the blood rain games which mm-hmm. is essentially a uh, Devil May Cry clone, but with a big-breasted, tight-waist woman in black leather who has arm blades instead of a singular sword. They also did the uh, 2009 Ghostbusters, the video game. That okay. I heard good things story-wise. I liked it. But bad yeah, story-wise, it's a lot of fun. Gameplay-wise, it's eh. I mean, it's just like, you know, they got the full cast back. It feels very like a ghostbusters 3 it has a lot of references to the previous films and it basically allows you to replay kind of all the iconic moments which is fun um but right. like but yeah, like, that, yeah that's the company it has some awkward to to it. demonic stuff uh oh man i, w- I want to get into the product placement in this movie at some point because like holy fuck 
there's a reason that there is there is a specific reason why this movie was on HD DVD and not Blu-ray ever. Well, because oh. of all the Xbox placement. Yeah. Microsoft, yeah. 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 And PepsiCo. There's a lot of PepsiCo in there. Um There's Tommy's burgers. Tommy's burgers. I, I think that's more that it was a fun location that they could get because like oh yeah, it looks like a fun location. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been to a Tommy's. I'm not sure if it was that Tommy's, but I'm guessing their burgers are probably they're... like shittier, shitty in and out. Oh, they're good. I like them. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah. Uh, I haven't done many uh West Coast burger chains. Yeah, it's all about, it's all the, about the Jack in the Box tacos and how inedible and unidentifiable they are. They're amazing. I know. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever find myself on the West Coast, I'm going to a Jack in the Box and getting one of their tacos. Well, probably getting yeah, two I've, of their I've tacos. Ordered some yeah. Tacos. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, you get two because I think it's two for two for a buck. Is that what it all is? All right. Yeah. Then like it's that. two. All right. Um, <laughs> fuck it. I, I love how we're going off topic on this. So <laughs> yeah, hard. because there's right. nothing to talk about in this film. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's a there again. There are a lot of funny gags to it, but oh, you might as well, well finish the plot. Yeah, yeah, finish the plot. We have finish like a couple paragraphs to go. Oh, God, we have a couple yeah. paragraphs to go. Um, after Alex and his coworkers finish successfully testing Eternal Death Slayer Three, their boss, Mister Cheezel, tells Samantha to take the boys out to eat at a vegan restaurant. But they instead make fun of the restaurant and their waiter, Shiloh. They spelt Shiloh wrong in this description. Uh, it's spelled S-H-Y-L-O. It's like yeah, the dumbest the... spelling of Shiloh. Huh. Yeah, they have spelled two hilarious. different ways on the Wikipedia page. and Both of them are wrong. <laughs> oh, that, that's even more hilarious. Because um, Shiloh is what his name is supposed to be. And like, yeah, it's... Because when they arrive, rhymes with guy spade, when they arrive yeah, and then leave to a burger shop, Tommy Burger or whatever, Tommy's yep. Burgers. Uh, when Jeff has to use the bathroom, uh, he, he doesn't have to pee. He, well, he has to pee, but he has to pee out of his ass because mm -hmm. that's the quality of Tommy's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's just hamburgers in general once you reach a certain age <laughs> uh, when Jeff has to use the bathroom if he sees the one in the restaurant no it, there was none in the restaurant it was an alley or nothing uh, I mean there's there yeah. definitely an a, a bathroom on site uh, uh, more used. just like commenting on how poorly written this fucking Wikipedia description is Well, I Alex mean, we're, is forced we're to, to take everyone to his house yeah <laughs> but like alex isn't forced to take everyone to his house alex no he just decides to he decides to he wants to keep on hanging out with samantha yeah yeah alex comes home to find lily grayson b drank all of his pot which they thought was tea when Samantha admits to smoking weed too when she doesn't just admit to it she's like i could smoke a joint yeah yeah call that weirdo dante <laughs> Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It, th this is this is my Anchorman. Like Anchorman is fun for the quotability, but like I have so much more fun with the quotability of this movie. 
Uh, Anchorman yeah. is a better film than this. Anchorman, I'm still not crazy about, but it's better than this. Uh, has Alex more of Cole. a plot. We still haven't hit plot in this movie. No, we still haven't hit plot. <laughs> it's just a collection of scenes. It really is. It's it's very, oh, it's very uh, dazed and confused. It's very fast times at Ridgemont High. Uh, those of those movies also have plots. Light. Don't Days and Confused really have that much of a plot. Days and Confused a little less than than Fast Times at Richmond High. Fast Times at Richmond High totally has a plot, but like, like it's all about Spinelli not flunking and other things going on. But like, it's very both of them are kind of you know ensemble pieces, so it's like a bunch of small plots. But this is this is a <laughs> this film very much focuses on a sole protagonist who doesn't really have who's basically his first like basically it's like he needs to find a place to live he finds a place to live he needs to do his job i guess and like the whole <laughs> plot is he needs to work like yeah yeah <laughs> it, it it is definitely very uh 2006 pro capitalism <laughs> Like apparently yeah. he doesn't even get any time off to try and find out some try and find some place to work. Like ideally, this movie takes place over the course of at most what, like two weeks? No, this movie takes place over a longer period of time than that. But I mean, I guess there, I mean, like, there are things that and there are things that suggest that it is scene, not a lot. The end it's scene like... with uh the release of demonic, yeah, is like yeah. months later. But like, no, no, I mean, in like, yeah, because as it is just sort of like, I think there the are specific movie. lines about how long Samantha's supposed to be there. Um, and that's the period of time that this takes place over. But like, like, I don't know. I mean, like, realistically, this would be a period of like, I would say like two and a half to three months. But like, well, I, I do think realistically, again, realistically, but this... you're not releasing two major release titles in one year like one after another that a singular person is the primary on like yeah that is dumb yeah <laughs> yeah no. but like yeah the they definitely it seems like the game was very very close to being ready for release and they were just like falling behind on some like really yeah i mean lines like you know like, i mean i don't like, think it's crazy to think that like this this game is going to release in like a january february though there are specific lines about this taking place in july um so and then like like they have they can try to squeeze out another release in like november like that uh, with game development at the time and theoretically if this oh, guy's yeah. no, th this, this game is. does take place in July at, like yeah. the movie starts us in July because uh, yeah. uh, Dante is setting up his Christmas There's tree Christmas tree and, and fucking you pointed July. out that's yeah. that July yeah your ass is tanner than my face <laughs> Mm -hmm. come on there's some good lines in here really alright let's get well, through yeah, the rest I this. am naked come on in <laughs> You're welcome to borrow my birthday suit. Brown's not really my color. It's more bronze. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, wow, where do you get your weed from? Why, from you, Dante. Oh, yeah. What's up, Mr. Cheezle? <laughs> we're, we're just like doing random lines from this movie that we like. Because uh, mm -hmm. that's 
like that's this what is this our, movie is. Yeah, the, yeah. The, this no, is I mean, our like, Anchorman. I, you know, and, and one of the big things is it's just like, oh god, Kevin Nealon's shtick does not work for me at all. But uh, especially because, like, I hadn't quite realized it before, but like, he doesn't buy it. He just does it because he thinks that it's what he should be doing, and it's going to find him Nirvana. But he no, doesn't he like does, it. He does. I don't. I. I feel like he does buy into it, but like in the no, that there's a shot he, of him like adjusting off of like his table pillow, and it just like there. There is a clear sign of like I hate that I'm doing this, but I have to keep doing this. Um, like, I want to like say it's a little bit of just Neilan's act is just like he's not a good actor and he yeah. just plays these same characters all the time. He doesn't buy into them, so they don't work. And like, well, what about know. him in Weeds? Forget about. Well, him. I've heard good things about him in Weeds. It's just like uh, every time I ever movies. saw him on in like any of these movies, he plays this character all the time, and I hate it. And it just chews up a ton of time and it's just like get back to the other characters i don't like this character and like yeah. that was him on most of his appearances on like saturday night live as well it's just like you're not yeah. funny like i'm not a yeah. huge fan I'm you're not, not fan funny either. child like I, I would i would say that like i think he does both believes this shtick and kind of hates parts of it at the same time and so part of it's performative i think he's meant to be a commentary on uh fuck what's his name twitter guy the weirdo who oh yeah no i mean it's a little bit before that era but like yeah there were definitely tech bros of the time who were very much that type and i mean like the one thing they both buy into it and also hate part and and hate parts of it (laughs) and resent that they have to do it like it's weird that like but yeah that dichotomy makes sense to me it's yeah like, no uh, it's definitely something i mean it's it's also kind of um taika waititi's character in free guy has elements to that as well i think that yeah that actually taika plays that yeah. character better than neelan does but it's like a similar well, idea taika's a better actor than neelan is in general but yep. you know and a better writer and a better <laughs> yeah. director <laughs> yeah like I don't know if Kevin Nealon's written or directed anything, but like I, I can almost guarantee that YTT is a better writer and director. Yeah. Like honestly, I, I adore Taika. I yes, there are a few things of his that I don't care for. The Hunt for the Wilder People didn't really do it for me. I liked it a lot, but I, I haven't it. seen that. But like that's. I think there was another one that didn't really do it for me. I don't know. Yeah. But like we should probably talk about this film instead of talk, okay, probably talk about this film. Let's keep on going really with this. Uh, when Samantha reason. admits to smoking weed too, Alex calls up Dante and throws a wild party. Uh no, Alex just wants to get fucking pot from Dante and Dante and invites all these people, people from the, the crazy part. beaver. Uh you know Next time, go a little heavier on the beaver instead of the crazy. <sighs> mm. Yay, sexism. Man, they're... Like, we didn't even touch on, like, the Shirley Jones, like, gay jokes in this movie yet. Because, oh man, she just ribs on Alex all the time, calling him gay as if it's an insult. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I thought that's so, like a uh, silent generation 
Yeah, Probably. I don't know. I mean, so the 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 assumption that Alex is gay, I think, is is a funny idea. I think it could be played better, but like, like that's not necessarily offensive. And like, I do think that the notion of like, like when she first hears that he's single, that she'll set him up with her her grandson because he's also gay. I think that's a funny idea. It's not executed well. It didn't make me laugh, but um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I and honestly, I think that you know, and there's nothing we, really offensive about that. There were a lot of uh, silent generation people and fucking boomers too who are just sort of like, well you're like you're not you're you know over 30 and you're not married and or have children yet then you must be gay yeah like that's how it works right yeah like that's i mean old people do be believing that so like again that doesn't rub me the wrong way so much as it's a you know a poorly executed you know caricature of um an old person doing old people things all right I'll agree with you. It would it would be better if it was better executed, but yeah, not as offensive as I don't know. It's, still it's not as offensive of of all the comments about out made about wanting to have sex with Samantha. Some of them right to her face, and then they're just like, ah, ha, ha, how amusing! Like oh, like our, our yeah. literal yeah. Our, opening our literal, our literal third shot of Samantha is from the eyes of Alex glaring her up and down like she's not a character she's an object yeah Yeah. it's bad well at least they didn't fridge her like uh you know Deadpool 2 yeah this movie isn't a movie that where you really kill off characters though yeah except for Sonya but that's kind of like an inciting incident situation and the fact that she actually doesn't exist in the film I think it's a mistake oh no she didn't die in bed she wrote she fell out of bed and died right here yeah um oh oh, man that sorry don't mind me I'm having thoughts uh but we need to get through the rest of this my brain hurts I'm getting those I'm getting those brain pictures. <laughs> yeah. um, during the party, the group prank calls JP and leave him a voicemail that makes fun of him about wanting to be a robot. Uh, yeah. JP is upset by the message. Also, unrefrigerated Maki. Like, like, been sitting out there long enough that he's finally hungry to eat in just an unrefrigerated case. I would assume that his, uh, I don't know, staff snuck in and put it there while he wasn't, while we, he and, uh, and the audience weren't looking because he definitely feels like the kind of guy who's like, I will pay you extra if I never see you. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff, like, I also, we don't really know the temperature of that room. I mean, in theory, like, he's doing a lot of coding in it, so, like, so it could he probably be wants it freezing, yeah, um, because he doesn't want his computers to overheat. So, like, that room could actually be quite cold, um, and, you know, we don't really know if that box is, like, some sort of super cooler or something like that either, so. Also, you should second guess your taste in home decor 
if you have a room in your home that has recessed fluorescent lighting in it. In I'm zero, just saying. In zero windows and drop ceilings. like Yeah, because he wanted to feel like he's in, I don't know, uh, the he Matrix. Wanted to feel, or, yeah, he wanted to like feel like the Matrix loading screen room. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, oh, and man. it's like, that's I what I'm saying. Is there's probably like a door somewhere like, where his like hired sta- his staff can come in and like do stuff so that it's like oh the matrix just provided this food for me and it's like it wasn't it totally wasn't like you know my personal chef and then like my butler like delivering it to the room like while i'm not looking i hate that when Kane approached him, because I had to look up the character name because he's not talked about often, but he's a great background character. The Asian guy on yeah. their team. Because, um, like, it's the Asian guy, the fat guy, the mama's boy, and the old guy, I guess, are the four members of the team. Basically, there are other yeah. members that are shown. Like, they're all just... There, there are other people around, but, like, they are the five... Four primary testers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shit, I was going to say something about Kane. What about him? He's a tester. Yeah. He's he like doesn't really have, suicidal he, he, he and doesn't have... and has really low self-esteem. Yeah. No, I mean... You know, they're like, and that's the other thing. He he has that whole scene. He has that whole scene that this that this summary glossed over of walking up to JP and giving him an idea for the game design that that he just steals. That's what I want to talk about. Thing to set up up that like again, it's not really paid off. Like, yeah, like, like, they don't, well, he, it is AP paid off in have the fact many that original JP steals ideas Alex's games. Right. right. Like, no, no, I mean, like, I, it, sets, it sets up the fact that uh, JP would steal Alex's game, but it's also that, like, we should have a reaction to, hey, this was my idea and you took credit for it. Uh, well, just, actually, like, they do set that up a little bit because there's that point where Kane kind of goes like, oh, I suck. I'm such a loser. Yeah, no, exactly. To have my idea don't stolen. Risk, Kane. But we don't see him acknowledge that his idea is stolen. We just see he that the idea he do, gets he literally, stolen. No, he, you, he, there is a, like, I know I missed it the first. Oh, no, that, there's a scene this, where but... he goes to, uh, where JP goes to Samantha to yes, say... Yes, there's a scene of JP stealing this, but there's not a scene of Kane... There is. And react, I do not remember that scene. I don't think it is. Oh, no, there, there's no scene of Kane... Kane well, reacting no, scene to of Kane no, not, reacting to his no, idea not, to shut down. No. There's an idea, there, yeah. There's a... There's a... There's, a, there's no there's scene a line of Kane in there. There's a line in there where he's talking about it. I swear to God. There There's is. a line of him say, telling the other people he had this idea and they said, oh, that was a good idea. They should have done that. And then they move on. There's no scene of him reacting to Kane and in, in having his idea stolen because we never see that he acknowledges that his idea was stolen. I thought, um, I thought he, there was a, he a never knows that I... He never knows that his idea was stolen. He just yeah. reacts to his idea With being, being shut, shut down. down. Yeah. Like okay. he does not know at this point that his idea has been stolen stolen yeah okay yeah like like we we don't get that far in the timeline yeah which is um which is again it's like missed opportunity like yeah that that end scene with the demonic release they they should have had a shot of kane being like and that motherfucker jp stealing my that's fine yeah that's fine like yeah that's all you need 
like like yeah. three seconds. That is all you need. <laughs> but you know. But that's if you so. think about your script well, which these people yeah didn't. no, I mean it's just like yeah, it's it's just it's a lot of setup for things that don't happen, and it's a lot of like references. And we haven't even gotten to the plot of the movie yeah, yet. Yeah, we'll finally get to the plot of the movie pretty soon. Um, with ten minutes uh, left in the runtime, prank call JP, leave him a voicemail, make fun of him being a robot. JP is upset by the message and shows up at Lily's house a couple of nights later in tears. We don't really know it's a couple of nights it's an indeterminate amount of time i would think it'd yep. be the next yeah. night but yeah. uh feeling bad for him and alex agrees and, like this is the like this is the plot of the movie yeah and yep. it's the dumbest fucking shit why if it's your only fucking copy are you going to agree to let him borrow the only copy of demonic and test it out for a few days. I mean, the summary yeah, also dude. just completely glosses over the fact that, like, like you know, Alex and Samantha hook up between then and now. You know, like I mean, I, they, they, they form an actual relationship. They, they, but they like, form an actual relationship by the end of the party, or really at, after he drives her home from the party the next day is when they form an actual relationship. So, well, yeah, like, I, I think it's mostly kind of things to his grandmother that they form well, a relationship. It is. Well, I mean, that's the implication, but again, I do too much that, of it like, happens like, off fucking screen. It's so. a cute <laughs> moment. It's a cute moment between like. Alex and his grandmother silently being like, I like her. I like her too. Yeah. Go for no. it. You know, like, I just th- wish that there was, a, I just wish there was a scene between Samantha and the grandmother at the fucking party. Like, yes, yes. I mean, yeah. grandma was great at the party. Like, yeah. do you want to, do you want an ice cream sandwich? These are on whole wheat with lettuce. Like, yeah. that's mm-hmm. awesome to me. That's hilarious. I want an old woman to show up at a fucking party, like, all fucked up and be like, I made these ice cream sandwiches. Like, I would giggle. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a few days later, in retaliation, like, tested out for a few, few days, in retaliation for Alex making his life miserable that's never actually seen just assumed no that's um, not why he did it he did it and because, just because he's a having, dick. and having become accustomed yeah. to stealing others ideas that's more on the nose that's accurate yeah uh yeah, jp steals the game and tries to pass it off as his own work which is i mean like the other thing is important- can, can, can we also talk about something else that's dumb as shit for a moment because Technically, legally, depending on the contract that you would have, especially in 2006 with a video game company, if you yep. are working on anything within just... work hours, it is the IP of the company you work for. Yep. And if and he was using was a any shot kind of... of him working on sketches for Demonic during work hours, which would make it the IP of Brainasium. The, the, the bigger issue is that, is that he was probably using work components to have oh, yeah, uh, to, 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 to develop the programming which was he'd been it, there for 10 years and he'd been working yeah. on that game for three right there's no way that he owns all the hardware necessary to write and produce the code necessary he'd be taking it from his work which would make it the ip of his work um uh, and then the other thing that this this summary glosses over is that it's not just that like jp is like uh, an important part of why jp steals the game is because the own game he's developing he he is struggling with like he is and he's insecure about that so yeah. like he's having he's running into problems 
Boom's developing his own game, which is why he steals Alex's. It's not so like, and that's an important component, you know, but because yeah, they yeah. go back to it a lot. So. Oh, also quick throwback before I forget, like again, again, head cannon is when JP is working in his office in his like matrix chair, um, but behind his like matrix door or his binary door, he's not actually listening to window liquor. He's just listening to that like three seconds on a loop forever. Oh my God. That like, da 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 like, like not the whole song, just that loop forever. Okay. Cause he's that lame. Okay. But yes, that that's merely a thought I wanted to throw in before. Um, uh, Da, 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 making his life miserable pass work as his own mr cheesel does not believe alex when he insists i don't know why i went into that tune um when he I insists the game is his since it was his only copy so his friends call lily to the office importantly but, it's not his friends it's samantha but it's samantha <laughs> yeah it's very but specifically like, samantha yeah. like well, like Samantha calls Lily to, to know figure out where Alex where is, Alex because is. Alex quits and then just gets super high with Dante. Yeah, um, yeah. this class completely they for smoke, the fucking monkey. They smoke the bling, the bling yeah. bling, the deer shit, the Frankenstein shit. Man, if we're gonna smoke that much, I gotta record this thing for scientific purposes. Like, I love Dante. He's such a lovable fool. I yeah. hate Dante. I know you hate Dante. Uh, yeah, he he's he's fun in a lot of ways. Ha, drive, monkey, drive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't believe this skipped over the monkey. Yeah, no, there's no mention of monkey in this. Yeah. Um, da, da, da. Because she has mastered the game already, she plays JP and wins to prove it belongs to Alex. JP is fired by Mr. Cheezel, while Alex is vindicated and creates a successful game. Alex and Samantha start dating. Man, this fucking plot summary is, like, bad. bad. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty bad, but nothing happens in this film. Because, like, honestly, it's just the video game getting stolen thing is, like, the only plot in this movie. Like well, everything like, else is like set up. Again, it's yeah, very jokes. It, it's very mind. Breakfast Club. There's oh, not much that happens. Breakfast Club has plot. <laughs> yeah, it does have plot. Like there's God no damn it, character. Dan, I think you might have ruined this movie for. Yeah, me. there's no like, <laughs> like basically the only character development in this movie is be, like the only like character relationship that develops in this movie is between Alex and Samantha, which is just gross and doesn't work and doesn't make any sense because it's just like, he just kind of says really, really like gross, inappropriate yeah, comments and somehow she likes him. All the time. Like, like, and, 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 and like, she's supposed to be like, like his, relationship, <laughs> his relationship with Jeff is consistent. doesn't change the entire way. His, consist, his relationship with JP is consistent. doesn't change the entire way. His relationship with his grandmother is consistent. doesn't change the entire movie. It's just like, there's no development to the character. So you're just sort of like hanging out with this guy who's just kind of blah. And I don't like, um, 
So, like, I guess, like, really, I, it comes down to how much time do you like spending with Alan Covert? And it's just like, I don't. So, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, and then you got, like, uh, yeah, and then and I would, I would argue yeah. that uh, Nick Swartzen is. He's not much better. He's a, well, he's a lot funnier in this than he is in most things. And I think it's because his. Seriously, I I know, like I know what I'm saying here, but yeah. yes, he's a lot funnier than I usually find him because, in a lot of other stuff, he's just like super over the top and in your face, like in a way that's like, okay, man, like this, like the, it wasn't a funny concept, and you're taking it too far. Well, but I mean, like, it yeah. works here in the sense that he's. Well, it's just because it's so poorly directed. They don't know how to highlight comedic moments. Well, just like because I, I, well, I think one of the big standouts to me is just sort of like, what are they thinking with the B character? Like, I never really, she's never like really that funny, and she's always super weird. And it's like, why don't we talk about the fact that she's like so out of it a little bit more? Like, like does yeah. she have like major dementia? Like, what is going on here? And the film just doesn't deal with that at all like yeah like at least at, at least the it, grandmother and it's playing uh her Grace dementia are... as comedy instead yeah. of like trying to yeah. address like hey this is unfortunate this happens yeah. take care of your old yeah, yeah. i mean in, there's one thing of her just like saying like funny non-sequitur one-liners but it's just like there it should be a little bit more than that i, I just don't get the character at all like at least her, Grace her makes diet sense. is pills and honey yeah, yeah, basically. Like, like the Grace gags, like it's a, it's not well executed, but it's a decent concept of her just being kind of a, a slutty old woman. It's just it's really weird to have that come out after like the whole like notion of. I like, I, I wish that she was a sl- I wish that like the fact that she was a slutty old woman came out before, like like or earlier on in the movie that like she's got a history. In, yeah, I mean, it's of, just like, yeah. like her just when shitting on kind of Alex. Like, like, with like, that would make yeah. it funnier, I think, of being like, oh, you're a mid 30s man and you're single. You must be gay. I've known plenty in my day, you, you know, but like, yeah, I mean, it's it's stuff it like that. But I mean, it's just it's very weird better. to play to play to to just have that at, like to have him lying about living with like three hot young w- roommates that he's having sex with. Well, he never time. says young. Yeah. No, but I mean, in, in it's just like it's very interesting to have her have that character, and then him lying about that, and then and the reaction of everyone, and then ultimately she ends up hooking up with the Jeff character, and it's just like like there's a th- more consistent line to take on that character, like like there, you know, I I just kind of think of like Jennifer Coolidge in uh, uh, the American Pie series of just sort of like oh, that yeah. character is consistently played the same way, um, and yeah. it's just like as much as that is definitely an age like Malk, it's like it's one of the more significant aspects of the film. That's I don't know, man. I kind of love that like Jennifer Coolidge is having a second renaissance, like like she was the milf and now she's the gilf. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. In the she last couple of years, there's cool. been a lot of like Jennifer Coolidge content, and I I commend her for it. But right. um, Bef- before we, we're, it sounds like we're getting to the wrap up. My point about Nick Swartz in here was that more that he doesn't play a straight man. 
he's almost playing like he's playing it fairly straight and a lot like as opposed to like the delivery being funny or over the top and like i find him a lot funnier in this than i do in most things because he's usually very heavy-handed and over the top and, yeah like, it it's doesn't a fucking work for sweet me. car yeah like that's a i mean but that's still a you know reasonable level of emphasis mm-hmm all right. Yeah, I, Are we I done? Fair. I mean, we we made it through the summary, and I've said all my shit about, uh, and basically we stopped, and I pointed out all my complaints about the fact that, like, basically it's just like Alex isn't a likable character. He's not, and he's like, like he's just boring. Like he's so painfully boring, and it's just yeah. like I don't care. I don't care about him. I don't care about any of his friends. Like, like there's just like so little to stick with this film for like um i i do have a couple of things i want to mention uh there are a few shots in this movie that i really really enjoy uh that there's the shot of um fucking jp and samantha going into the break room during a challenge of like shit's weak like it's it's a good zoom with a lot of like a, a lot going on around the entire shot as it zooms back with them entering. And I really enjoy that shot. I also thought that it had one of the best uh, party tracking shots that I've ever seen in a movie because like the, after we go into the house for like the party, I think it's gross and shitty that there are so many people like smoking inside of the house because it's not just like pot, but it's also cigarettes and it's a non-smoking house typically. And that's douchebaggery in my book as a smoker. But beyond that, I love the tracking shot. Like, I guess it's more steady cam because it's not on tracks, but like following throughout the house and like seeing all the parts of the party going on. Like it's, I feel like there are other ones that have done similar shots better, but like, I, oh. I, like tracking shots are tricky, and you know it's one of those things. But it's just like so much of this film is just like flat two shot, like medium shots, and boring as fuck. That it like it's not dynamic at all. Oh, like, it's not dynamic at all. And I mean, it lends itself to the god like, damn it, like, I'm, Dan. I'm sure significant god damn parts it, of this, Dan. I'm pretty are sure significant like, parts of this really, film are, are improvised, and like that's why you do these wide shots because that gives your freedom your actors more freedom to wander around and and improvise but like i it's just like i don't know i mean i i I thought the visually interesting you know the the scene where the grandmother's like pretending to be sonia like that's the most visually interesting this film gets and it's still (laughs) like like you don't have enough contrast i told you we were gonna have fun here (laughs) yeah and it's just like i and that's just like scenes like that of like there there should be more of the grandmother messing with them if that's what their relationship is but there's not that's it like mm-hmm. like it's it, it's just like a lot of half-baked concepts and it's just like i don't know just just make a film that like goes somewhere instead of just like a bunch of your actors just hanging out i don't know yeah yeah i i i, I won't lie like it it does feel a lot like just a bunch of actors hanging out you want to go in certain directions. Let's riff. Yeah, um, I, I did like Dr. Shockaloo that his eye makeup, I, I never noticed until I watched this again yesterday, 
uh, his eye makeup was an Eye of Ra makeup. Like, oh, nice. It was like, oh, that's neat. Um, Doctor yes. Shakalu is a problematic character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, he he speaks at least five languages in the movie. Well, like four languages and one fig. I I think some of them are just gibberish, but no, it, like he definitely does French, Spanish, English. I think Dutch, and then it's supposed to be. The Chinese, I think, is gibberish. Uh, no, I don't think it's gibberish. I no, the Chinese is not gibberish. Uh, it's the, like, clicky one. The click that... one is fake. That's totally fake. That's fake. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Chinese is Cantonese and not Mandarin, okay. based on yeah. the way it sounds. All right. It's well, impossible. I'm sitting here doing my pee wiggles, so and, I think it's yeah, time to wrap, wrap it up. up. Emily, hey, I... what's your verdict? Oh my god. Right. <laughs> we we have ruined this movie for me. This is a movie that I have felt very like warm comforting stuff about and I probably will, but like on good conscience I cannot recommend this to other people, especially not in the in 2023 because there are a lot of problematic elements that I was more easily able to gloss over when I was younger and also living in a time that was sort of similar to this and uh yeah a lot of the humor does work for me but like if it doesn't work for you there's not enough to keep you here so like it it's fuck i can't believe i'm saying this this is screw it yes fuck you dan <laughs> yes <laughs> all right well i guess this is where i jump in because <sighs> i'm I'm having very similar feelings. Um, I can't wait until we talk about waiting at some point because I think it's going to turn out exactly like this. Probably. Probably. Uh, six seasons in a movie. <laughs> hey, we're actually getting a community movie. So, yeah, six yeah. seasons in a movie. Um, yeah. Uh,. I've loved this movie for a long time. I'll watch this movie again and again and again. But I'm I'm with Emily in 2023. I don't think that I can in good conscience call this movie to see it. It's got too many issues. Yeah. It's just yeah. like Huber has has evolved past this. I don't Yeah. Like, like maybe has. like I I was waiting for you guys to point out like some quotable lines or handful of scenes like the high score thing that you pointed out like that's a the dance dance resolution scene that scene works um but like overall I mean like this is obviously a screw it for well me, like we but, we started like, off with like yeah. high score is that is that bad yeah like yeah I mean like the the there there are things that the, the, there's a better movie here. Um, but ultimately I just, there, there's a reason why I haven't seen these actors in a lot of the things because I don't think yeah. they're very good. Um, like, yeah. uh, I like just feel like the because... ones that are good, the material, like Doris Roberts is a good actress, but she's not great in this. So yeah, I like, like Shirley Jones a lot, is a good actress. Not... Like Linda yeah. Carlini is a great actress. It's, yeah. Just, um, she's, yeah. 
That's not why she's here, though. No, when movie. she's too, she's played too straight, which frequently happens with female characters anyway. Yeah. Um, so, well, again, she's object, not person. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. She's not allowed to have a sense of humor, which you know is unfortunate. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, screw it for me. I just really was pretty bored and really just liked this movie. So, oh, it's just so unfortunate because, like, I really like this movie. <laughs> I really like this movie, but screw it, don't see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, like, <laughs> if, because if you it, haven't it, seen it already, it's not worth your time. Yeah. yeah, no, it's one of those things that I mean, like you had to see it during a certain period of time, and maybe that worked for you. I mean, I think we had a similar reaction, like somewhat different, but like Your Highness, I think had similar issues of like movies have aged, and this has not aged well. Yeah, like, and it I wasn't feel like great if... when it came out, and it's even worse now. I mean, I struggled to see when this was good, but like maybe it was oh, in two thousand. All right, all right, maybe. These these are things I need to think about. Maybe I need to think about a subcategory that's for like the aging no, comedy no, instead of just like age, like no 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 in, instead of instead of age like Malk looking at comedy through the lens of time. That sounds way too pretentious. <sighs> come back yeah, with a bit because co- it is yeah. workshop it, it is. and come back. And then we'll, well I want to talk again, about but, like more you know, comedy movies and I just don't know where to put like most comedy unless it's just like, oh wow, this is gross. Or oh wow, mm, this mostly. is a stoner comedy. No, comedy <laughs> is a thing that like uh well, comedy they just comedy the, the problem with is modern like right now, comedy just isn't there's no way to make a financially successful comedy for mass audiences at the box office. That you just there the profit margin isn't there, so they don't make it. Um, yeah. It's not like horror, which you can crank out really cheap and still make a profit. It's like comedies costs generally like twenty million minimum, and they don't. And you know, you're looking at maybe making thirty, and that's just like the profit margin's not there. Like yeah. it's just not worth it. So they don't bother with them most of the time. So you know, eventually they'll come back around. But I think in the age of streaming, um, you know everything's going to be made to you gonna make comedies to stream or as tv shows but you're not gonna make them yeah. as box office releases so. right all right tj you clearly have to pee wrap it up yeah uh hey um so it's oh god it's so depressing to say apparently uh grandma's boy is a unanimous screw it Yep. It is really depressing to say. Oh. I know. I know, man. I still love watching this movie, but <laughs> don't yeah. bother. Don't bother. Don't if you bother. haven't seen yeah. it, don't bother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dan, pitch your thing. Oh yeah, no, I I have a web comic uh, with fetus.com. You can check it out. Maybe I'll update at some point. <laughs> uh, Emily, pitch our thing. We have another podcast. It's called New England Beer Reviews. TJ and I talk about beer, and I swear to God, it's coming back one of these days. One of these days. Pow, zoom, straight to the moon. And those were our first astronauts. Uh, It wasn't about astronomical (laughs) travel. That was about about spousal abuse. (laughs) (coughs) Futurama calling it out. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we've been Cedar Screw It. I've been TJ Davis alongside Emily Schick and Dan Murphy. 
Um, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you find podcasts. You can give us money on patreon.com backslash s-i-o-s-i while we're at that s-i-o-s-i you can also find me trying to remember to check in the goddamn movies i watch on letterbox backslash s-i-o-s-i um i don't know final word bye <laughs> dan bye. you always have the lamest final words bye yep. <laughs>